This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Loads of goalkeeper can make saves or, or kick a ball well, but they can't do it under pressure. And Alisson just seems so, so calm that never, ever looks phased. He is the best in the world for me. And on current form, I think he's got better since he's come to Liverpool. To this day, um, I have never seen a goalkeeper with the reflexes that he has had at Roma. For the minute that he came in, he's transformed that goalkeeping position in a way that I don't think even Jurgen Klopp could have expected. Fifty-five Premier League appearances, 46 wins, 30 clean sheets, just 28 goals conceded. From Brazil via Rome, now standing tall in Liverpool, the Reds lay claim to having the best player in most positions on the pitch. Amongst that number is the man between the sticks, who at the age of 27 appears to stand at the peak of his powers. Coming up here on Blood Red with me, Guy Clark, we delve deeper into what makes Liverpool's number one such a colossus amongst his contemporaries, how he has helped redefine the modern goalkeeping role and why it wasn't all plain sailing for the man now regarded as the best goalkeeper on the planet. To help us do all of that, we'll be catching up with goalkeeping aficionados who can talk us through the technical aspects as well as those who have seen him at close quarters during his time in European football. This is the story of Alison Becker, the complete keeper. After picking up an injury on the opening night of the new Premier League season, Alison Becker returned to the Liverpool starting eleven in October, yet since December has kept an astonishing 11 clean sheets in 13 appearances in all competitions as Liverpool head for their winter break. During that time, he's helped the Reds to their first ever FIFA Club World Cup title, beating Flamengo from his native Brazil in the final, while characteristically keeping a clean sheet, of course. Assessing just how important he is is something former Liverpool goalkeeper Chris Kirkland says is more about what he doesn't do as opposed to what he does do. He makes the easy things look easy, which he should do. Sometimes keepers make the easy things look hard. He doesn't. He make, And he makes the hard things look easy as well, which is uh, which is just why how good he is. But his, his temperament, it's everything. His presence, his temperament, he's so calm. Um, as I said, since he's been at Liverpool, he's got better. Obviously, he's playing with top, top players. But John Axelberg, he's, he's definitely improved him as a keeper. The keepers are together for long periods uh, every day. It's a very tight-knit unit and you have to get on with your goalie coach. You have to like his work to improve. So that all comes down to that. But it's just his all-round game. And he's not one of these that shouts about. He's not one of these that jumps around in their presence in that way. He's just got that. You just know he's there. You know, even when you're looking up the other end of the pitch, you can always see him in your corner of the eye because of his presence. And it's such a relief to know for the defenders to know that he's there and also for him to know that he's got a top defence in front of him as well. So it works vice versa. And as I said, that whole unit doesn't perform as well as it is doing unless everyone's on sync with each other. And obviously then the class will show through. And his distribution, obviously, is top draw. We've seen how many attacks he set off, uh, particularly with his side volley. Um, 
you know, and he, he dishes it out. But he's very comfortable on the ball as well at the back. That's a view echoed by another former Premier League goalkeeper, now turned pundit Matt Murray, who believes it's Alisson's mental attributes that set him apart. Liverpool play with a high line, but his starting position is brilliant. He, he does it, his, his positioning for shots is great. Doesn't try and make spectacular saves if he doesn't have to. You don't often see a camera save from him. He looks almost embarrassed if he makes a spectacular save. He holds on to a lot. Otherwise, he parries to good areas. But that's just a sign of a good goalkeeper because he's, he reads the game so well. He doesn't look for things to do. His concentration levels must be bang on. And that's a sign of any of the top goalkeepers with a big size. You say they're very rarely called upon, but when they are, they, they, they do make the big save. But he'll have worked on that. His experience. Uh, he's also got the mentality. So, And he, he trains in a way that he peaks for the games, which are coming thick and fast. So yeah, he has a real, real calm presence. And you can see that he's got an understanding with his defence. Everyone in the team really trusts him. But also because he is so big and such a top keeper, that will send fear into strikers because we're thinking, oh, if I'm going to beat him, I've got to be really, really at it. And uh, remember when Peter Schmeichel was, you know, at his prime, strikers used to say that to me. It was a, you know, he already had one over on you because you knew you were shooting against Peter Schmeichel. And Alisson will, yeah, definitely have that same effect on even the very best. Ultimately, he's what? How good is he with his hands? How good is he at stopping the ball going into the goal? And he makes saves, and he makes lots of them. He makes ones that they needed ones that are needed and he makes ones that have Ray Clements 85 minutes nothing's happened he comes out and uh, pulls out of the stop that keeps Liverpool the points when you consider there's been so many games this season that have been very very close towards the end for Liverpool that kind of has made a difference The Echo's chief LFC writer Ian Doyle on how Alisson's primary role has been front and centre to the Reds amassing their 22 point lead at the top of the Premier League which he continues to explain in how Alisson has helped take Liverpool to the next level. It's fair to say that he's the best Liverpool goalkeeper they've ever had in the Premier League era. And then you're looking back at when was the last time they had somebody who was such an all-rounder. You know, we're talking in terms of a modern goalkeeper. You look at Edison at Manchester City. He's probably another fine example of that. Both Brazilians, of course, which uh, if anybody my age or or older growing up, Brazilian goalkeepers were a thing to be uh, enjoyed in a comedy sense. They weren't particularly great and they would always leave the rest of the players to do the work. But that's changed certainly over the past 20 years, 20 or 30 years in Brazil. And Alisson's a product of that. He... um, you know, you've, you've, you've seen him play. But the one thing he's able to do better than anybody else, certainly uh, in the Premier League, is he makes the difficult stuff look easy, which then leads to perhaps him being perhaps not as appreciated as much as he should. He never really makes flashy saves because he's always got good positioning. And don't forget, he's got a very good defence in front of him as well, which helps. But yeah, in terms of you know the overall picture, is he as is he as good as Bruce Grobbler? I think you'd probably have to say he's probably better than him. And then you're looking back at Ray Clements, who who's widely accepted as Liverpool's the best goalkeeper Liverpool have ever had. And he's speaking to some people who watched him at the time say that he's perhaps on a par. And of course, they are different eras. It's always hard to compare the two. But in terms of a modern goalkeeper, as I say, he's got everything that you need. He's got the right physique. He's able to play with his you know, with the ball at his feet, which is something that Jurgen Klopp and an increased number of managers uh, want from their goalkeepers. He adds an extra layer of protection to that defence because he's able to come out of his area, apart from against Brighton where he decided to handle it. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's able to come out. He's good with his head as well, actually, to be fair, when you've seen him do that. So he commands his box well. And when the ball's put in the box or put in high, he's able to deal with that pressure, partly because of his size, 
partly because of his confidence, of his self-belief, and partly just because he's actually very good at goalkeeping and he, he knows what's required. And as I say, he has an air of authority that perhaps Liverpool goalkeepers since Pepe Reina haven't had. Well, so that may be the impact he's had directly at Liverpool and impressions he's made at Anfield. Matt Murray believes he's responsible for a whole lot more as well. Top goalies, they carry, they carry, you know, um, have such big price tags because usually you get one or the other, either really good goalkeeper, so take crosses, make saves, blah, 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 and steady away the kicking, or fantastic with their feet. Kepper at Chelsea at the moment, people, unbelievable with his feet but people feel he's not making enough saves. So, yeah, the top goalkeepers, which Alisson is, they have their all-round game. And now, because teams want to dominate possession so much, if you say the formation, it's 1-4-2-3-1, 1-4-3-3. That's a a continental mentality where in England, we just used to say 4-4-2 or 4-3-3. We didn't see the goalkeeper as a player. Well, Alisson helps Liverpool, you know, build from the back, dictate possession, uh, as I say, whatever press you put against Liverpool, he's got the tools and the minds, you know, the, the, the vision to, to pick the right solutions. So that's why the price tag is what it is. And goalkeepers, goalkeeping is always a place that sort of catches up last. So you see big price tags for strikers working their way through or specialist in coaching all the way through. It's always a goalkeeper and it's the last bit that's looked at. But now that's why you're seeing the big price tags for goalkeepers because they're key to a team's success. We make the saves to win your points, but also if you want to do the in-possession side of things. And Alisson is, yeah, for me, he's, he is up there with the best in the world. So what is it then that makes Alisson the best? His manner in goal, the presence and calmness he exudes to his defence, slotting into the defensive unit, or even his distribution. Italian football expert John Solano watched Alisson through his two-year stay in the Italian capital and says one attribute above the rest will always stand out for him. He, on so many occasions, saved Roma. And I would argue that Alisson on his own probably earned Roma maybe 10 to 11 points in the city from the City A campaign. Um, and I would venture to guess, I'm sure there are some in-depth statistics that can prove that, but uh, I, I would guess it could potentially be higher than that. He just had these qualities that can't be taught that are it's almost like they're you're born with them his reflexes to this day um i have never seen a goalkeeper with the reflexes that he has had roma um it it was really incredible because we expected uh, anybody who watched roma the previous season wojek chesney who ended up going to juve uh, we thought there would be a bit of a drop off from the goalkeeper position but this this was not a, not the case whatsoever um it took really two or three months for us all to realize that Alison was without question one of the best in the world and he just had this ability that we hadn't seen in some time i i still maintain in my lifetime i'm 30 years old uh Alison is without question and it was really uh, two seasons one of which he was a second choice and in my lifetime, the best goalkeeper that we've seen at Roma. Um, and it's pretty clear that they're suffering without him now. But, yeah, he had a lot of qualities that you could just see that you can't learn these things, especially the reflexes. I, I, I continually go back to those. But his reflexes, um, and there is this particular match against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League that continually sticks out to me. 
Um, it, it's just things that you can't teach somebody. You're, it's almost as if you're born with them. And he, he certainly had the gift. Um, so it didn't take much watching of him to realize that he certainly is something special. So superhuman, perhaps, as Solano explains from his early days in Europe, while talent may not have been questioned, there was a settling in period in which the Brazilian had to be patient with the former Arsenal goalkeeper Wojciech Szczesny, the incumbent in the role between the sticks. I know that particularly internally at Roma, they really thought that this guy could be something for the future. And they, they, they brought him in essentially because they knew that keeping Szczesny was... Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Chesney spent two seasons on on a dry loan. There was never any option to buy. Uh, very large wages, and especially in the latter stages of Chesney's first season, it was pretty clear that should Roma be able to bring him back for one more season on loan, that that would really be it. It would be pretty difficult to keep him um, because he he was doing so well. Um, so uh, Alison was really. You hate to put it this way, but he was sort of, uh, sort of like the insurance plan for Roma. They could bring him in for cheap, uh, allow him to play uh, this 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 second choice role for at least one season, and then hope that in the following season, when Chesney likely leaves, that he would be able to step in. So when he arrived, yeah, there really wasn't much fanfare. But I, I think if you would talk to those at Roma, they would think that. They brought him in, and they knew he would be great. It was just um, convincing Alisson to be patient for that one season. I, I think he's talked about it before, how it was difficult to sit for that full season. Um, he made an early appearance in the Champions League qualifying match against Porto. Um, but beyond that, he really didn't play much. But uh, I think Roma had big expectations for him. He would probably admit now uh, that that is the year he needed to really get to the level that he was at. I, I still maintain that 2017-2018 uh, was one of the best singular goalkeeping seasons for any goalkeeper in the city of that I've seen in some time. Um, he knew he was going to be the number one choice, and I, I, I honestly do think he needed that one full season to sit. So there was never really the risk uh, of him leaving. Um, and I think Roma did well to convince him that, hey, if you be patient, your time will arrive. And uh, it, it, that's, that's eventually what happened. Meanwhile, though, back at Anfield in what was just Jurgen Klopp's second full season in charge of Liverpool, the goalkeeping position was coming more and more into focus. Well, it was an interesting one, wasn't it? Because it was also the whole thing about uh, Carius and Mignolet. So it wasn't just Alisson. Carius had won the battle with Mignolet to be Liverpool's first choice goalkeeper. And obviously he had the Champions League final nightmare. And I think Liverpool were willing to give him a chance, but always knew that we perhaps need to get in a new goalkeeper. And that ends about it transpired. I mean, at the time, there was a very, very small window where Liverpool weren't going to pay the price that Roma were paying. And basically, they were then willing to let Danny Ward ever go in, in the summer of a couple of games and see how he went to be give him a chance to be the number one because we wrote the story. And of course, like one day later or two days later, Alisson signed. So I think what happened with Carrius accelerated what was, you know, as you mentioned, a, a kind of a long period where they were interested in. They clearly wanted to sign him, but they weren't willing to pay that money. But I think 
you've seen what's happened, and the, the, I think they learn from what happened with Virgil Van Dijk is that if you pay the big money for a good player, he's going to produce. That's why you're paying the big money. And Allison, for the minute that he came in, he's transformed that goalkeeping position in a way that I don't think even Jurgen Klopp could have expected. He's, he's mentioned a few times that he surpassed expectations. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Paying a then world record fee of just under £69 million, Liverpool got their man on the 19th of July 2018. Rewind seven months though and as the January transfer window opened, only Man City, a full 15 points ahead of the then fourth place Liverpool, had scored more than the Reds, while five teams had a better defensive record than Liverpool. That number includes Burnley. So what was the answer? Sacrifice attacking power? to bolster in defence. It was clear that Jurgen Klopp thought he could sell Coutinho, but the the missing pieces of Jigsaw was a centre-half and a goalkeeper. I just think he's a big physical presence. Doesn't often have to make spectacular saves because his positioning is so good. He's on his front foot and comes out and spreads really well, sweeps up. OK, he got caught out once, so that was sending off, but usually he stops so much. And uh, distribution, as you saw for the Salah goal, uh, against Manchester United. So his all-round game is top, top draw. And uh, and I think when you're playing for Liverpool, you don't have to make loads of saves. But every now and again, when you are called upon, he makes the right decision. He makes that save. So, um, yeah, I've been so, so impressed with him. And he is one of the main reasons why Liverpool have gone to the next level. And in agreement with Matt Murray, it's a transfer ex-Liverpool keeper Chris Kirkland has changed the approach at Anfield. The goalkeeper position at Liverpool was highlighted for a few years, uh, along with you know the, the centre back and the defence and that as well. So when you do come in, you do. I'm no doubt he would have felt that little bit of pressure, but he'd have survived on it. And, and the top players do. The top players know how good they are and know they can make a difference, and they believe in themselves. And it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's brilliant. Then when it does come off, it's it's fantastic. And as I said, we're we're lucky that we've got you know the the best in the world for me. I've I've been down to the training ground. I've seen him train, and it was just and as a, only goalkeepers would know that I suppose um, you know the standard what he was doing, catching everything which we see him do now. He very rarely pushes things away unless he needs to. But I was astounded uh, just by how good he was, and uh, and he certainly kicked on again since then as well, and got even better, which is. Which is listen to win things. You need a you need a top defence and you need a top goalkeeper because we'll always score goals with the players we've got at a top club like Liverpool. They'll always score goals, but you look at the teams over the years at the defence and and you don't win anything without a solid defence and a top keeper. And, and we've got the best best defence and best keeper in the world for me and the best team. Having arrived himself for a then British transfer record for a goalkeeper from Coventry for six million pounds in August two thousand and one, Kirkland can give us an insight on any pressures that come with a high profile move. Well, I was younger at the time, and to be honest, it didn't. I, I didn't even think about it. It didn't even phase me. I just wanted to train. I just wanted to get out there. You know, I just wanted to play and improve. So I, I didn't even think about that. I mean, obviously, Allison's come for a hell of a lot more money than I did. But listen, that's the way football is now. The players don't take too much. He should be proud. You know, I'm sure he was proud. And I was proud when I when I got signed for that amount of money. But listen, I'm sure he was proud. But you don't really think about that. All you want to do is get started and, and get off to a good start. That's the biggest thing. When you come for that, you know, there's a lot of hype and a lot of attention when you do sign for a lot of money. You just want to get off to a good start. And thankfully, he did that and he's carried on strength to strength. Back in Rome, though, to lose Alisson is something Solano tells us they're still yet to get to grips with, highlighting how important he was in his second season in Rome. That 17-18 season, and 
it's so clearly evidenced by the season after uh, Roma, for the most part, they keep the majority of the team intact. Um, but obviously losing Alisson and the degree in which they dropped in the goalkeeping position was, I, I don't think I have ever seen a bigger downgrade in my life for uh, a like for like position. Uh, it, it was, it's astounding. I, I still think, though, that just in terms of impact, I, I, it's difficult for me to find a player who had a bigger impact. Now, I'm sure, again, statistics will probably say that I'm lying uh, uh, and easily discount what I'm saying. But I'm just saying from my point of view, um, what Alisson did in 2017, 2018 with Roma was unlike anything I've ever seen before from a goalkeeper, because without him, um, I am 100% convinced that Aroma finished, finished at least two to three places lower in the table. I mean, he single-handedly won Roma matches with just these miracle saves that you would never expect. So I, I it's probably, obviously he won the Champions League with Liverpool, so it's difficult for me to say that uh, that season was the pinnacle for him. Uh, but without question, I don't know if he will ever have a season again where he makes that level of impact. Since coming into the Premier League, Allison has been one of, if not the standout goalkeeper. 30 clean sheets from 55 games is perhaps underlined this season in how he's conceded just six goals and made 40 saves from the 46 shots he's faced. In September, he was awarded FIFA Men's Best Goalkeeper to top off a stellar debut season at Anfield, being part of the side that won the Champions League, having been part of that Roma team that was knocked out in the previous season's semi-final. But as Matt Murray explains, it's not always gone his way. I remember when he tried a Cruyff turn against Leicester, since that moment, though, Kirkland says it's one of very few errors he's made in his stay at Anfield. Uh, obviously, he got caught in his one of his first games at Leicester. And, he, you know, he quickly brushed that one off at Leicester. But listen, keepers are going to make mistakes. What separates the top, top ones? Or oh, they make less mistakes. And I think since then, I, I, I struggle to remember, you know, a, a standout mistake he's made. I really struggle, which is testament to just how good he is. And hopefully he can carry this on. For, for long periods, and I'm sure he will do. You know, you, you just look at him now. He's just got the. He's just got. He's playing with confidence as well. When you're confident, when you are keeping clean sheets, and obviously when you've got that back four in front of you as well, um, and Fabinho sitting or whoever's sitting protecting, then it gives breeds confidence. And, and when you're confident, that's when the performances are to a high standard, and, and his performances have been outstanding since he's come to Liverpool. Having made the error at the King Power Stadium, though, Murray believes it's actually led to helping Alisson improve his game and even become a central part of the attacking side of the game. So what you notice of Alisson is when he wants to, he dictates the tempo of the game. So sometimes he plays very quickly, uh, looking to break lines. He's got all the range of clubs in the lock. Other times he'll just slow the game down. So again, very, very experienced. But yeah, that concentration side and not being phased and not being scared to make mistakes. Um, it, it, it's huge and, and, and that's what I think you stands a lot of the, the top goalkeepers apart. Loads of goalkeepers can make saves or, or kick a ball well, but they can't do it under pressure. And Alisson just seems so, so calm that, you know, the way he, he conducts himself on a pitch, uh, you know, on a match day, I imagine he, you know, he do the same stuff in training. He just never, ever looks phased. So again, that's, that then feeds for your whole team. And, um, and, and there's no surprise for me that, Liverpool are keeping clean sheets again and, and uh, everyone trusts him so much. But he's, he's not old either. So he came with a big price tag, but 
he'll be here for years to come. So there must come a point where we accept goalkeepers will make errors, even more so in the modern game. Whilst dropping across may not be as commonplace as in yesteryear, perhaps it's passing out from the back which poses the most obvious threat. Well, that's a point discussed by the Echo's very own Ian Doyle, recounting how Alisson has tempered his game. If you remember, there was a home game against Brighton where he made a save right at the end, but before that, he'd, I think it was knockout, was covered, he came out the area and flicked it over his head and went round him and, and, and retrieved the ball. It was like, hey, it was great for the crowd, but I can imagine Klopp was going, yeah, please don't do that much more. And it, I think it was either the following week or a couple of weeks later that the Leicester thing happened and Alisson came out afterwards and said, right, I'm not going to try that anymore. I'm just going to keep this simple. And I think he does actually, to be fair. Every now and again, there will be the little passes that's close to being intercepted or perhaps... You don't. It doesn't seem the most obvious one, and it seems an unnecessary risk. But that's how teams win games. They take sometimes they take risks. Obviously, keeper shouldn't be taking too many when the ball's at his feet. But he's played his part in other ways because the defence has become more confident because they become more confident in the goalkeeper behind them, and that's allowed them to do certain things. Liverpool can play a bit higher. The line's been higher this season, which was I know everyone was going on about at the start of the season, and that kind of got. You know, people stop talking about it because it just became commonplace and part of the reason they're able to play that high is because they know that Alisson can sort things out behind them in the way that Mignolet never really could and Carrius tried but he was not the most reliable. So with the the goal from Mohamed Salah against Manchester United, what he can do with the with his clearances. And when a goalkeeper registers an assist, of course, we all get very excited. So going forward, though, where does this leave us? In a time where rankings and polls are all the rage and everyone's desperate to know who is the GOAT? Is Alisson worth entering that conversation? In my opinion, I've been watching him pretty closely at Liverpool. I think he is, without doubt, the best in the world. Um, he has just about everything that you would ask for in a modern goalkeeper. Great with his feet commands the area and again the reflexes are unlike anything i I've, I've ever seen from a goalkeeper of this level just um his shot stopping ability the reflex saves are, are unlike anything i've seen so i think without question he is the best in the world without that well listen he's had a good start but you've got to do it consistently season in season out like ronaldo like messi you know like stevie g did we've seen it they've got to do it he's got to do it consistently over a period of time but he's certainly He's certainly on the right road to do that. And as I say, we're very lucky to have him. Chris Kirkland and John Solano and where he ranks. Well, if it's too premature to call him the GOAT, the best in the world, where does he rank on these shores and the list of great Liverpool goalkeepers? I think Bruce Grobler was good at distribution as well. And he was able to make some insane saves. Um, he'd always be worthy, worth at least 10 points for Liverpool a season. But then there'd be the odd times where he'd drop on. Well, that was partly because he just come for everything. You know, Liverpool defence at the time knew where they stood. Basically, if the ball was in the air in the area, he was he just expect Bruce to come and get it, basically. He didn't always get there. So, Clemens was more of a, a, a steady pair of hands, but was very good at what he... Very, very good. And he had the... Liverpool at them, at that time, as you say, were, were often on topping games. And he'd have nothing to do for like 85 minutes. Then he might have to make a great save. And he'd always have that concentration. I think that's something that Alisson's got as well. Pepe Ray and it was good at distribution and he was again he was somebody who wasn't shy of coming out of his area and clearing it but he, he tended not to do that very much towards certainly towards the second part of his Liverpool career whereas I think that's something that's always going to be in Alisson's game in the same way that it was in Grovelaar's game and perhaps wasn't in Clements' game because it didn't need to be in the Premier League era certainly they've had some good goalkeepers you know David James was a good goalkeeper you know they had Brad Friedel very early on in his career and he ended up becoming a, a very good the Premier League goalkeeper for a very long time but are any of these great goalkeepers? I don't think so. 
But Alisson is a great goalkeeper in the same way you, know, you could argue Groblar is and, and Clement certainly is. So that's what you only have to look at the teams that have had con, you know, consistent periods of success in the Premier League. Peter Schmeichel at Manchester United. Uh, you could say Edwin van der Sar, uh, David De Gea, David Seaman going earlier than that, Petr Cech. You know, so these these are all great goalkeepers. And Alisson's of... He, he deserves to be already be mentioned alongside those. And I think he... As I said before, he, he just seems to make everything look fairly straightforward. And that, as I said, can sometimes be to his detriment because I don't think a lot of people realise just how good he is. But when you then sit down and look at the stats and you go, oh, well, wow. Listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.